Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 105. Thanks. <laughs> I'm Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. You're going to get closer to the microphone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Too far away. I am Shauna Wood. Good, good. <laughs> Thank you to everyone listening um, on the Facebook and the interwebs. We appreciate yes. it. Hope you're having a great life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Particularly a good day. Right. So today we're going to be talking about habit loops. Yes, and which was a new concept for me. Right, I thought this is going to be very helpful, I think, because in the midst of this COVID thing, if you've not had to change your habits, oh, you will. <laughs> your time is coming. You know, I think I, you might be an alien if you haven't had to change some habits. Some habits, right, right. And so I think this is very helpful, what we're going to be talking about today, about how to get to a new place, how to rethink your habits, your old habits, process them. So I um, have worked pretty hard for the past, what, four, three or four years? Yeah. Kind of my health had some vitamin deficiency. I didn't know for a long time what was going on. And I was working third shift and just not taking care of myself at all. I don't know why I couldn't sleep during the day. (laughs) Six kids banging around all day. (laughs) So um, I really started, we both started really diving into habits and routine, mm-hmm. morning routines. And so we talked about that on one of our episode, early episodes. Right. But I have a pretty good, awesome routine. I wake up in the morning. I wake up usually about 4.30, but I'm surely up by 4, 4, 4.50. I'm up. So I get up. I take a cold shower. If I have time, I've started to do my exercise like immediately. But I just go through these good nutritional... Um, healthy. Healthy... Um, restorative kind of routines, even early in the morning, even till pretty much ten o'clock or so in the morning. I, I'm after work. I'm I'm working on stuff. Anyway, I have this whole routine that I go through. And you're pretty much on autopilot. Yeah, and point. and I love it because I don't have to think. Right. And it's taken a long time to get there. I've said that many times before about getting healthy. We're going to talk about this today. How about getting healthy with your with your habits and how to loop them and process them. Right. And I'm just saying, if you're trying to break a bad habit or if you're trying to create a new habit, either of those can be stressful just by themselves. Right. So I feel like these steps are going to help people have more success either way, forming or breaking habits. As we read through this article, when I first read it, I felt like it was the tip of the iceberg. The habit is just the tip of the iceberg. Right. There's a whole big part of the habit we don't see. Under the water that you're not People say, I want to get a habit of exercising. Right. But you don't look at all the other things around your, that support the habit. Right. And so if you focus on the things that support the habit, then you can help build a good habit. Right. But if you only focus on the habit, the action or whatever, um, I have found out that does not do good. If I just say, I'm going to exercise, that does not, <laughs> that never, Success I never rate got is there. Not high. Yeah, I never got there. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't, like we talked about before, you got to attach it to things. Right. Like Legos. Right. See, there was my my <laughs> phone just went off. I'm supposed to go do push-ups right now. Yeah, should please I keep, don't. Should no. I keep doing Stop. this? You, <laughs> you get a pass. You will freak out if I just start doing push-ups. 
Okay, so the habit loop is a concept by Charles Duhigg. Duhigg, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, D-U-H-I-G-G. He actually has a book, The Power of Habit, Why We Do What We Do in Life and Business. So these things can be applied in your family, in your personal life, and in your business, in your work life, okay? So although it's called a loop, it's really more like a triangle because I'm (laughs) visual, I process everything, (laughs) <laughs> and I need you, to have the crochet. Your elementary background teacher, you know, always, you want to always like make it something. Yes. So if you imagine the habit is the total thing, the whole triangle, then we can look at different points of it. So at one point is what's called the cue. And your cue is most of the time subconscious, or at least it becomes that way. Mm-hmm. If you're creating a habit, you're going to be conscious of it. But eventually, as you continue it, it'll become a subconscious, unconscious thing. So cues are like the location that you're in, the time of day or night, your mood or your emotional state, your thoughts, people around you, or an action that immediately precedes this action. So I was like, oh my goodness, I can totally relate because... During COVID, and it wasn't a new habit in COVID, but when I would get really stressed out, thinking about, I don't know, whatever. Life. I would start to eat chocolate. More chocolate. More chocolate. (laughs) Like, I was like, I feel stress. I'm going to eat chocolate. chocolate." Right. But the stress came from other things, too. If you add that to the cue, you know, the things that cue you. Right. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. For sure. Um, Yeah. You can do this for any habit. Just start with any habit that you have. Maybe you always go sit in your chair, or you always go do this after work, or you always go do this before work. Right. There's some kind of cue that you start that habit. Right. Yeah. So then you have a routine, and that's where you're, you know, like for you, when your alarm goes off, the first thing you do is what? I get out of bed. <laughs> okay, you stumble out of the bed. I get out. You turn you know, off the and, alarm. No, and intentionally, uh, I try to set the radio to like the Christian radio station where I'll probably hear something positive, mm-hmm. like a part of a positive song, mm-hmm. as opposed to, because I've tried all these different things. I tried the eh, 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 and right. I tried the whatever, and I tried different things, but I start with a Christian-based song, usually, and I've done that on my phone, too. Right. And that's intentional. So it's like everything I do in the morning, I won't even try to go through it all because everything I do is like. Has a purpose. Has a purpose. And I didn't used to be this way at all. You know, (laughs) you know, I just let it whatever. But now I have just such a flow. Right. That it just flows. I don't even think about it. Right. I can't even tell you what all I do. So the first thing you do is shower, right? Cold shower? Well, I go brush my teeth. I turn on the internet. I go turn on all the computers. If I am if I woke up early enough, I'll just start my exercise routine then. Okay. But if it's going to be too close, I, like I said, I've got like minute, minute by minute. Um, and I didn't used to be this way, but I feel so good and so productive. By 8 o'clock in the morning, I've done more than most people do all day. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you really have. Yeah. You really have. So. Okay, so... We have the cue, then we have the routine. So with my example, the cue is feeling really stressed. Mm -hmm. The routine was open up a bag of M&Ms, eat them. Then the reward. So the reward is what is your brain craving? Why is it that you're doing this? So my example is super easy because it's like I feel stressed. 
I ate M&M's. The reward was I got a little burst of serotonin in my brain from the chocolate. Mm-hmm. And so that made my brain feel like, oh, okay, it's going to be okay. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Um, but we have other kinds of rewards. So, for example, another example, I've always, this is a habit I've tried to start. I've tried to exercise. <laughs> exercise. Throughout my whole life, I've tried to exercise. I would say you haven't tried too hard sometimes. Okay, so I've kind of said I should exercise. Um, But when I look at my past history, what were the times that I was successful? They were times that I had a social reward. Because I am such an extrovert. I know. Which makes complete sense, you know. Yeah. When I was in high school and I practiced with a team for a sport, social reward. When I was an a young career focused adult and I had a personal trainer to work with me. That was the social. Now that we're walking, it's the first time that I really enjoyed that because we're talking the whole time. I know you're talking. So it's a social reward. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So that's helpful to think through when you're thinking about creating a new habit, which is so, I mean, that's so simple. You're like, oh, you're an extrovert. Your exercise needs to be interaction with people, something. But that can hold you back for years. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's like that's what we're talking about. These habits and, and this whole cycle and loop are so simple. And so when you start, like again, when you start thinking about it's tip of the iceberg, you, you can start to build out your whole iceberg a lot easier when you, when you think about all the connections. Right. And I know you're going to talk about it too. We can root out bad habits a lot easier obviously if you're addicted to like nicotine <laughs> right or sugar sugar is probably the worst addiction right but you can actually start to root out some things right yeah yeah and you can start substituting things that are better choices that give your brain the same reward right or have the same cue right yeah exactly and you know it's funny for us because i could used to because I, I ran i ran high school in I ran, I ran cross country in high school. There we go. I don't know. And I ran in college. And then I ran quite a bit after that at different times, right? right? So I burned, my body's like used to burning lots of calories. So I could eat a half a gallon of ice cream every night and not gain a pound because I put in all those <laughs> thousands right. of miles before, right. you know, right. before. Right. But now I'm getting a little older. I'm slowing down <laughs> my metabolism. I don't know if I'm slowing down my metabolism. But my point is, we realized, hey, half a gallon of ice cream before bed is probably not good for me. Right. The key is, let's not bring it into the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's such a simple thing. I know. Take it off the grocery list. But it was huge. I know. Like, right. take it off the grocery list. That's it. Right. Just take it off that. Right. And it's like, that ended the whole battle. Because before I go to bed, I'd be like, mm, should I eat the rest of that ice cream? <laughs> of course I should. Right? <laughs> but now it's like, it doesn't come into the house. Right. Yeah. And that's so simple. So and we that's a, that's, broke that loop. Right. Because we removed something from right. it. Because now we have a saying, which we've said on the podcast, I know. If it comes to the house, we will eat it. Right. We will consume <laughs> lots of it. Yeah. So, so all self-control has to happen before exactly. it enters that, the building. And that's as simple as <laughs> removing it off the grocery list. The, yeah. the long-term grocery list you usually have. Right. Let's just take it off. Yeah. So if there's a special event, you write down ice cream. Right. But if there's not, it's not on the it's weekly not on the list, list. right? Yeah. So yeah. I know that's so simple. Like, well, of course. Well, it took us like ten years to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. so 
Research shows that making a plan with these specific things increases your likelihood of having success in creating a habit. So it's like, if you want to do blank at blank time in blank place, like if you will fill in those different things. So you're filling in. So you want to do blank (laughs) in a certain way at a certain time, in a certain place, okay? So, you want to um, do pushing push-ups, okay? Okay. Yes, check. At any location you're in, when your alarm goes off every hour, like it just did. Right. So, what you're doing is you're looking at the cues, which could be, again, location, time, mood, thoughts, people, or preceding action. Okay, so there's six of those. So the more you can... <laughs> That's confusing. What are those? Tell me again. The, what, what, are you, I'm saying what are you is, saying? What are you saying? The more cues you can okay. build into your plan, right. the higher your likelihood of success is going to be. Right, right, right. So if you're considering where you're located, what time of day it is, what your mood is, what your thought process is at that time, who's around you, um, all of those kind of things. So, like, I have someone difficult in my life. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? I, we, do we need to talk about this? And so, it's, I would be so stressed out around that person that I started creating an exit strategy before I knew I was going to meet this person. So that when I got to a certain place in mood, I could remove myself instead of some of the old habits and mm-hmm. reactions mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you're just basically making a plan. And when you consider these other things, then your percentage of being able to commit to that new behavior is just much, much higher. Right. Like, for example, like we just talked about on my phone, it goes ding, ding. It's just real simple. Ding, ding. Right. It means what I thought, as I've thought through this whole process, my habit is simple. I just do a few push-ups, Not many. Right. Not, like, not a lot. Right. Most people are like, that's kind of silly. You don't do very many. Like, I'm at the seven. I'm doing seven an hour. Right. And then I do a stretch. And the whole thing takes a minute. Yeah. And so my, my I got to this point in my life where I'm like, is that worth a minute of mm. my time for, you know, one sixtieth of an hour? Because I can do the whole thing in a minute. I don't know, like, it's intentionally short and sweet. Right. Like, so even you just set an alarm to stretch right. at that hour. Right. And you can set it anyway. For right. whatever time between, that's what I have between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., I think. Right. So it's not all night. I don't wake up in the middle of the night. Right. And do push-ups. <laughs> so, and I was thinking, you know, that has been one way that I've been able to stretch is first thing in the morning before I do anything else, I get up and I go through like five minutes of stretches and then I can do the rest of my day, do the things that I want to do in the morning. Right. And that's part of my habit too is I don't do... I just don't check stuff until later in the day. Like check email, what? check email, check all the stuff that just gets you your mind going somewhere else. Right. So yeah. some, some mornings it's a little bit different. It depends on my schedule, but yeah. All right. I want to wrap this up with a quote from the author of this book. He said, Habits aren't destiny. They can be ignored, changed, or replaced. But it is also true that once the loop is established and a habit emerges, your brain stops fully participating in decision making. 
So unless you decision del- making decision making. Okay. Sorry. There you go. So unless you deliberately fight a habit, unless you find new cues and new rewards, the old habit will unfold automatically. Right. So I think just in as we wrap up, if just pick one thing. If you could change one thing about your day, I need to do this. Right. Don't just say I need to exercise. Like put a whole structure around it. Right. Like building a Lego structure. That's I'm very familiar with Legos. I just stepped <laughs> on a pile of them in there. I have Lego PTSD. I think Jocko says that, so I have I need therapy over Legos. Anyway, but just pick something. We're not saying change your whole life overnight, right? Right. But right. just pick one thing. The one you could do one good habit and one bad habit in the next month. Right. And build around build around something to get rid of the old, the bad habit, something to do the good habit. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. All right. I hope that that's been helpful for you guys and that you find a lot of value in it. Changing your habits will change your personal life, your family life, and your business if you commit to taking these very small baby steps in doing it. Yes. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen and hang out with us. Remember, you are valuable and what you do matters. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook if you look for Less Stress Family, on Instagram for Shona Sheree Wood, or on our website, lsfpodcast.com. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you.